If I told you half the things I've heard about this Jack of the Hut, you'd probably feel so Hello, Taba fans, and you are very welcome to episode 27 of Blaba the Hut. The illustrious Jabba bids you welcome and will gladly pay you the reward of 25,000. So the only thing that you can tell me is that I will find Jabba at Jabba's palace. I'm your host, Kate, and joined once again by host Plo Cool himself. What up, Gary? Hello, Kay. How are you? We're, uh, it's that time of year again. It is. It's Dublin Comic Con draws ever closer, the summer edition. We are exactly one, we are essentially one week out with the uh, shenanigans kick off on uh, Saturday. So, in case you haven't guessed it, this is our pre DCC extravaganza. Tell us all about it, Gary. So this is sort of the, the DCC summer edition. So it's broken into two. We have the, the spring edition, which is seen as sort of the the smaller of the two, even though I'm not sure why it's it's you know it's just spring and summer. But this is the summer one. This is sort of the the big big one that everyone looks forward to coming up. And the guest list this year is absolutely incredible. And there is a, a huge Irish contingent in terms of the guests. So very, very excited to see how it goes if they had a new setup this year in the spring edition as we mentioned on one of our previous episodes about the way the the floor plan and stuff was done and it worked really well so i'm really excited to see how it goes but even more pleased that both days are now officially sold out so if you do not have a ticket unfortunately you ain't getting in so dublin comic-con is sold out for both saturday and sunday wow so i guess if you were planning on going just try to get ready for next year's tickets to go on sale mm -hmm. but it, yeah they've they've really pushed about boat out for this one kate the the guest list is is amazing and we thought you know we had a full lineup but there was a, another guest announced last night so it's it, it's still coming and maybe there'll be one or two more surprises along the way you, you just don't know how you know these last minute surprises can can go yeah that's true do you want to go into the guests at all or yeah, we can go through them if you like. So um, let me just make sure I am not missing out on anyone here. Uh, so the one that I was just speaking of, the announce was uh, Donald Logue. So those who will be familiar with Gotham will be more than aware of Jim's partner in crime. So having a, a Gotham guest goes in really well with having uh, DC Scott Schneider and anyone who is a fan of the Batman and DC comics will be more than familiar with the amazing work that uh, Scott Snyder has done. Obviously he's worked with Marvel as well, but the vast majority he would uh, of fans would be familiar with him for his incredible work with DC on everything from Swamp Thing to Justice League to you name it. It's he's got such a, a wide ranging portfolio. Uh, moving on in the list then is I think probably what I see as being the actual biggest guest announcement, there is none other than Charles Martinet, who is Mario Luigi. He has been <laughs> he has voiced characters from Star Wars gaming. He's done Ratchet and Clank. He has done Skyrim. You name it. But obviously, being known for Mario is a, an enormous, enormous thing. So that's an incredible guest to have, and I've no doubt that the the gaming fans will be very, very happy with that. 
that would be a very cool guest to see. Without a doubt. Next up on the list then, the one and only Peter Weller, Kate Robocop. Robocop is at Dublin Comic Con. It just There you go. It just doesn't get much better than that. It really and truly doesn't. Moving along then, any fans of the Spartacus TV series and anyone who was a fan of some of the the CW shows, the likes of Arrow, Stargirl, things like that. Uh, Nick Tarabay is appearing, but also from Spartacus and Lord of the Rings is Craig Parker. So a bit of a a double team up for uh for fans of that series. So that'll be uh that'll be a really interesting uh talk that they will have. Everyone knows the the success of the show Spartacus, and obviously when Andy Whitfield passed away, it, it was, you know, it was really sad that we lost our Spartacus. But then the the shows picked up and kept continuing, so it's it, it'll just be nice to see what their talks are like. One particular one that I think everyone is looking forward to, and those in the Harry Potter world will no doubt be super excited that Dan Fogler, Jacob Kowalski himself, is appearing at Dublin Comic-Con and he's supposed to be an amazing guy. He's supposed to be a super nice guy. So I can imagine his meet and greets will be quite fun. Whoop, there's a phone drop. <laughs> but yeah, so his, his announcement did go down the street, but also I'm trying to pronounce her uh, name correctly. It's Dominique uh, Maselegotti. She is in The Boys. She plays Queen Maeve. I don't know whether you're a fan of the the Boys TV series, Kate, or whether you've tuned in yet. I, I have not, but I've heard of it. Yeah, a, a fantastic series. <laughs> Appearing then is Felicity Day, who has been in everything from Buffy the Vampire Slayer to Supernatural. And then, that's cool. Further diving into the gaming world, then, Kate, we have uh, Michael Balanfi from Red Dead Redemption, and it's his first. Basically, his first Comic Con appearance. Wow! So, something for everyone in that list of guests there. Everything from the world of TV, the comics, Marvel, DC, and everything in between. But the fun doesn't stop there. No, no, no. We are going into more of the let's say the the comic book realm now. And starting off with mm-hmm. uh, Brian Arizello, who has done amazing work with uh, DC on the likes of Hellblazer. He has worked on some of the Batman comics, Joker. So I, I've no, nice. it's it's a very artist heavy Dublin Comic Con, which I think is 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 fantastic. It's it's so it's going to be such a a varied con, and there's something there for everybody. Next, That's awesome. Yeah, next up is uh, Sean Isaacs, who is another of the, the Marvel artists. I haven't read too many of the comic series that uh, he has been involved with, but that's something that I will be going to scope out myself. And then coming into some of the uh, Irish names that we'll be familiar with, we shall drop the name uh, Will a certain Will Sliney. You may or may not have heard <laughs> no, that. No, Will. I mean, Kate, the work Will did on the Kylo Ren comics just, you know how we, we felt about that series with, that he and Charles Soule did. But also kicking it up even further then, we know how well Moon Knight was received on Disney+, Plus, but there was a certain artist who was involved with that, Mr. Declan Shelby, who is also appearing at 
Dublin Comic Con. Throw in then Stephen Mooney and our good friends then from Rogue Comics Ireland. Nice. Who have been doing incredible work. And I believe this is going to be the sort of the biggest turnout for Rogues at a Dublin Comic Con. And speaking of just what we've seen earlier there, if those who are listening, if anybody who follows Kevin Keane, Todd McFarlane posted the latest work that they did for the latest Spawn comic. And it is just incredible. So please go and check that out. Kevin Keane has been doing absolutely amazing work with that. He he has been doing such an amazing job. Next up then, we have uh, Barry Devlin and Paul Bulger. And uh, Dee Cunniff as well, who has worked on Lucifer, is also attending. And then, last but not least, making his Dublin Comic Con debut, and somebody we were lucky enough to have a pre-Dublin Comic Con chat with, was none other than uh, Rory Coleman, who is a Northern Ireland-based artist who has worked on some incredible projects. He has worked on amazing... He has worked on... Thor. He has worked on TMNT. He worked on the Rebels magazines, which is being re-released in the middle of this month as a 500 page uh, and omnibus almost. Awesome. It, it, so it's it, it's going to be incredible. That's quite the portfolio. It's an extremely varied portfolio, yes. And he's also worked on, I know Cloak and Dagger is very, very popular at the moment. He was also involved working with the, the comics for that and he 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 has such a wide ranging portfolio, as you said, and this is his uh, Dublin Comic Con debut. So I can't wait to see what he does. But also interestingly for us, Kate, he actually did the comic adaption for Weapon of a Jedi by none other than Mister Jason Fry. Nice. So a lot of Star Warsy announcements. Yeah, that's right up our alley. It very much is, and there's probably one that's come out of the work. If you did not know, Mario himself, Charles uh, Martinet, was did voiceover work for some of the older Star Wars games. That's amazing. It really and truly is, and it's gonna be such a, it's gonna be such a, a wide ranging list of guests, and I have no doubt that the individual talks in the auditorium that the guests give are going to be are going to be brilliant. And that's just the guests. I mean, the amount of then mm-hmm. probably independent artists and vendors in Artist Alley. There will mm-hmm. be something for everyone. Our friends from Dublin City Comics are going to be there. Heroes and Villains are going to be there. Big Bang Comics are going to be there. There are just going to be so many familiar faces attending once more. And it, it really does give off a, a really positive vibe and almost like a, a family atmosphere that you're seeing some some old friends that you haven't seen for, for quite a while. So I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to this Comic-Con. I think it's going to be the, the biggest one yet. Nice. So you haven't even mentioned Blob Alive yet. No, we haven't at all. Um, Blob Alive will be taking place on Saturday from 11 to 12 in the Geek Ireland panel room. And... We have given a bit of a breakdown on our social media about what we're going to be talking about. We have obviously had to adapt that a little bit because one of the big gaming segments, which we were going to include, we are now unfortunately not going to be including because if you haven't seen the news, the uh, remake and remaster of KOTOR has unfortunately been delayed indefinitely. So we will be throwing in a little 
extra segment, something a little bit different and maybe a, a couple of surprises along the way. So we know general mm-hmm. entry does not kick off until 11 and our panel starts at 11, but please don't worry. The sort of real juicy bits of our panel probably won't happen <laughs> until about 15, 20 minutes in. So please don't worry if you're there rushing, you, you will get in and you will have uh, plenty of time. But yeah, and that's on top of all the other amount of panels that are on. I mean, Sean, the dino guy is back in the slot at one to two. Uh, the Irish makers are appearing for their own talk. And we haven't even mentioned your old pals, our old pal, but we haven't even mentioned anything like the cosplay village, the interactive sets. Um, yeah. Any of the craft tables and then the costume contests that go ahead throughout it. I mean, it's, um, Mm -hmm. there's just so much going on for, for everyone. There is just going to be so much to do and to, to see. You're going to be busy that weekend. We will be very, very busy that weekend. (laughs) And also we should mention our good friends from the 504th Legion and the Emerald Garrison will also be there both days on Saturdays and Sundays. You're going to be running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Absolutely will be. But again, it's it's going to be just such, <laughs> in the best way, in the best way. It is going to be such an action jam packed <laughs> Dublin Comic Con. I'm I'm just excited for it to to come now and to to get going. There's there's actually some really interesting panels this year that I think I'm going to pop along to myself if I have the time, if I'm cool. I'm not in costume. One of the Sunday panels, Kate, is one you will be particularly interested in uh, is Star Trek, the new and the classic A Human Adventure. Mm, nice. And that's uh, being done by Trek Culture, who is uh, who are on YouTube. And I believe they are the highest followed Trek channel on YouTube. I think it's something like 215,000 subscribers. Impressive. Very much so. And one I'm hoping to pop along to again, if I can, as we mentioned, is the, the Irish Makers podcast. And that uh, panel is titled Cosplay Makers of Ireland. And that's on from 12 to 1 in the Geek Ireland panel room on the Sunday as well. But yep, there's going to be something for everybody at this con, with, without a doubt. I'm sure you'll be giving us all a full report. We will. And actually... After Comic-Con, uh, Rory has actually agreed to come on and have a, a more in-depth chat about his work after the con is over, considering it is his first con. So we'll be able to get feedback from him and we'll also be able to delve a little bit more into his upcoming uh, projects and the work that he's doing at present. So that's a nice segue then to the pre-interview. Do you think we should just get on to that? Why not? All right. Well, since you did the interview, go for it. Do the honors. Ladies and gentlemen, making his Dublin Comic Con debut, Rory Coleman. So I'm delighted to say that on this eve of Dublin Comic Con, we are one week out and we are joined by a guest who is attending his first Dublin Comic Con and he is essentially one of our own. Uh, Rory Coleman, who is an artist from County Armagh in Northern Ireland and talk about a CV. Uh, Rory has worked on everything from Star Wars to TMNT to Army of Darkness and Son of Kal-El, obviously doing Superman comics for DC Hour. You are very, very welcome to the show. Uh, how are you? Thank you very much. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm honoured to be, to be here. 
it's great to have you. Your work is is incredible, and it's such a wide ranging CV as well, which we're going to get into in a, a little bit. So, how are you feeling on this Comic Con Eve? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Or is it a mixed bag? Um, I would say I'm more excited. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. As I say, it's my first my first ever con or Dublin Comic Con, but I know for a few of the the Irish artists and stuff. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing them and. It's been something that I, I set like the the resolution in 2020 to start doing more cons and stuff and like getting out there. And then, well, we all know what happened in 2020. So I'm finally like getting back on the horse. So I'm excited to uh, to start um, getting out there a little bit more and uh, chatting with fans and things. So, yeah, I'd say 10 percent nervous, 90 percent excited. We'll get on to obviously more of the Dublin Comic Con scene in a little while, and we'll obviously be discussing the the elephant in the room, which was artists working during COVID. But first and foremost, could you give uh, the listeners a little bit of a, a background in your career and sort of how the trajectory went to to where you are now? So, I think it might be around the weekend of uh, Dublin Comic Con, or maybe a little bit after. It was. It'll be ten years since my first. Uh, comics work came out that was with it was a a, a group out of Derry called Uproar Comics uh, they done a zombie comic called Zombies High um, I met um, Kevin and Danny at uh, at the 2D festival comic festival in Derry in uh, I think it was maybe May or so of uh, 2012 and showed them some of my work and stuff and got drawn that was their flagship book and um started out there obviously sharing things online and the thing that i'm sure you've had um guys like will slaney on before would say about how the the scene for artists in ireland is very everybody's very supportive of each other and um so it's not long before you you know you catch the eyes of guys like will and it was actually will then that got me my first professional work for uh dynamite uh working on turok that might have been around 2013, maybe a year later. And I was kind of, it's that s- slow grind of trying to like keep working, get better. Um, the rat race, so to speak, for, for a while of just random small press stuff, a little smattering of, um, ma- you know, uh, mainstream comics things. And then uh, I think where things really started to pick up was again, Will Slaney um, reconnected in like 2015 with myself and Chris O'Halloran uh, about Star Wars Rebels for Panini in Germany. Mm-hmm. They wanted to put a little art team together to start working on on those comics. And uh, Chris and I tested art. Um, and our editor, Gunther Nickel, um, was very supportive. He got us, he, he accepted us on to, to Star Wars, which is, it's an amazing comic to work for. Not only you know, most people love Star Wars, but it's such a visually diverse franchise. You know, there's the science fiction, there's the tech of the ships and stuff, but you can be on desert planets. There's humans, but there's also like, you know, Wookiees and like different types of species of alien. You kind of stretch your muscles a lot. So they were great pages to like be able to send to editors of different publishers and things. And um, over the years since, since, um, Rebels and of course we've done an adaptation of Weapon of a Jedi as well at Panini that came out from IDW I think last year 
uh, finally in English after a few years. Um, and from there, there was just more a buildup of um, work. I'd done a lot of work for Dynamite on um, Army of Darkness, Kiss, a crossover between the band Kiss and Army of Darkness, which was uh, it was a head scratcher when we first got it, but it turned out to be a really fun project. Um, done a few more books there with an editor. Uh, he's a good friend now. Kevin Kettner and um, it's just one of those things you know you, you get more work you share it around you get things here and there um, Marvel have, I've been lucky to do to work on quite a few cool characters now at Marvel started with Cloak and Dagger um, last year I got to work on Thor and Storm for a free online comic and then this year I've drawn Iron Man and um, worked on a uh, Spider-Verse anthology introducing the new Spider-UK character. And as you mentioned as well, uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El, I had some filling pages there just like a month or so ago. So um, it, it kind of, I know that's kind of like a rambling way of describing it, but it's also kind of like how the career has gone. It's just things have shown up and I've been able to say yes to them. And it's just been snowballing at the minute and, you know, touch wood that continues. Well, you've sort of gone into a whole host of things there. And if there's one thing that I've learned, particularly from interviewing artists, it's that it is a career where you have to put in the hard yards. The only way you are going to get better at drawing is to literally draw. There's no other way around it. Going sort of back then, while you were going through the the grind of things, was there a particular point where you realized, you know, I could really do this and that I could make my my living out of this? um very recently um there's been like that level of confidence there's always been a thing of even until maybe last year it would have been like um things are going well you have, you have a couple of jobs lined up like um it was good at when i was with dynamite to um have the army of darkness book and then not long after that i got um black terror and that was kind of like keeping things ticking over every time every time something sort of like wrapped up there'd be the existential crisis of what's next, what's coming. It's very difficult in freelance work to be able to like finish something and walk into something else. So for a long time, it was always a case of like wrapping something and then maybe having a lean month or two and then something else showing up. So it was always like, I think this is it. I think I have to go back to work in retail. Oh no, I've got another job. Um, but since ironically um, COVID um, when I started work on Astonishing Times, um, my comicsology book, I've managed to like, for so this would be the third year that I've been like, I've been lucky enough to um to be you know to have enough work lined up that I don't have to like panic for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is probably around about the time where it's like I've always really really wanted this. Um, and it, but I've always known that it's kind of out of my hands if it happens or not. And now it seems like, um, it's happening. No, I'm not going to say finally, but I know that I'm I'm more confident in my own work that I'm I think I'm good enough to get more work, and uh, it is just a case of if people give me that work. So, um, yeah, that's not the the most optimistic way of spinning it, but it is to say now, yeah, I have the confidence, comfort level to say, yeah, I, I feel confident enough that I belong here. Um, yeah. but it's only been a very recent thing. 
Well, I mean, looking on the screen now, I know our listeners can't see, but looking behind you, you are essentially surrounded by your own work and characters for which you have <laughs> actually had an impact. And particularly, I'm looking at the the lightsaber, and I believe that's uh-huh. the weapon of a Jedi uh, cover behind you, which shout out to the amazing uh-huh. Jason Fry. We've had Jason on the show as well. A, a really, awesome. really a nice guy, yeah. But h- how does that make you feel? Do you keep them there as sort of a a reminder of what you're doing and what you're building to, or is it a case of this is what you've accomplished and you always want to do more? It's there, there are certain books that you work on and you realize because it's such a, you're kind of, I, I'm always in the moment on a book and you, you get the excitement, you get an offer of something like star Wars and it's amazing. It's one of those things you say, you know, you realize as a kid, when I copied comic books and things, this is a book that I wanted to do. And you kind of like, you go out, you, you finish that book and then it's usually, you know, six or eight weeks before the book comes out, you're working on something else and you don't have time to lift your head again. And so I do put books around that it's more sort of like, um, you know, from a, from a childhood self who wanted the dream of making comics to be like, that's one that you, you know, that's one of the ones you always wanted to do. And so, yeah, yeah I have, I have um, the cover, the, the latest cover that I did for the, the IDW release. And I went and got myself a, a lightsaber sort of make a bit of a display because it is one that i'm i'm proud of so yeah there's a few like that around the place i think at the other side i'm starting to collect a few of the marvel characters that i've worked on so iron man and thor are up there and there's no spider uk character yet so i've got like a ben riley spider-man there and hopefully i'll get copies of the books put up there as well because those are also characters obviously when i was a kid it was um the spider-man cartoon was big and uh the iron man cartoon and things so you're always copying those comic books as well so it's a little bit of a a childhood dream fulfilled whenever i get to put something like that up on the shelf yeah i can't imagine what that feels like even hearing you there you know just here and here are some of the marvel characters i've worked on i mean we're all familiar with how big the mcu is and obviously when you're talking about comics we've got dark horse idw and everything else in between um We've mentioned some very, very talented artists, and in particular, Ireland is blessed with sort of artists on the scene at the moment. We've yeah. mentioned, obviously, Will Sliney. Uh, shout out to Will, lovely guy, and the work he did on the, the Kylo Ren uh, uh, comics was amazing. I can never thank Will enough for everything he's done, so I'll just throw that in as well. He is an incredible, and as we mentioned before we started recording, um, the work that Kevin Keane is doing with Spawn and Todd mm-hmm. McFarlane at the moment is, is just, it's sensational. But the That's list so effectively... It really is. But then we haven't even mentioned the likes of uh, Declan Shalvey and what what he did with Moon Knight. I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. It, it just continues to put out so much great stuff. Um, Stephen Mooney as well. Kian Tormey, um, who, who I worked with on, on Superman, he's, he's like... I think he's just phenomenal how he's been blowing up lately. Um, who else? There's Rogue Comics Ireland in course. general have been sensational. Uh-huh. They've been knocking out great stuff. They're kind of like, yeah, the, the, that's some of the guys that were lightning strike and then they've gone on and done this and the the talent they've been able to amass. But then you, you look at as well, like um, Trina Farrell. Um, she, I was lucky to work with her. Color, she colored uh, the Iron Man Hellcat annual that I'd done. Mm-hmm. And as I just mentioned earlier, the Star Wars stuff that I've done with Chris O'Halloran and we were able to get um, Chris back to do the the cover for the IDW. Um localization of weapon of a jedi um and i know there's so many more um we are we're just drowning in talent we're we're very very lucky we are Paul, very uh, lucky. pj holden 
as well, doing uh, Dread 2000 AD. The, the list goes on and on, doesn't it? But then to to go back to sort of the the artist scene in Star Wars in particular, we are blessed with such talented artists. I mean, the work that Phil Noto has done throughout comics, we can go from Phil mm-hmm. Noto to Giuseppe Comancoli to Salvador La Roca. Who are the artists that actually inspire you? Whose work do you do you look at? Do you maybe try and learn from? Do you, you know, keep a an inventory of effectively? Um doesn't have mostly, to be I- uh, yeah, it's the, the thing with um, Marvel having Star Wars now. There are so many artists that I would have liked from like superhero comics who've also dipped in there. Um, so like growing up, it was uh, Todd McFarlane, Greg Capullo, um, then Joe Mad, Chris Picciolo. But uh, more recently, I've been learning a lot from um, Stuart Immonen, and I love Olivia. Copel's work, um, Pepe Larraz, uh, Mark Brooks. He was an artist. Mark Brooks and Humberto Ramos were the two that kind of like brought me back into comics because when I went to university, I'd done that whole like, I'm an adult now, I don't read comic books, but would go to comic book shops and see those guys. Yeah. They blew me away, brought me back in. Um, R.B. Silva's work as well. Um, I, I really lean towards like a very clean kind of style i used to like the more kind of like exaggerated animated approach but um more recently the past couple of years have been like going towards a very open open line style uh with the exception of maybe koi pal who's very like does a lot of rendering i like kind of like a lot of like open white and mm-hmm. you know clear or a nice ratio of uh, white to black not a super ton of rendering so Artists that have that kind of style would be what I would gravitate towards. And that's, I try to learn most from them. And it's, we're lucky that um, more and more, a lot of uh, companies are putting out books that are just the black and white art. So if you're an artist, they're, they're like a treasure trove of, uh, mm-hmm. of pages, you know, books to learn from, from great artists and thinkers as well. How does it feel then to be in the category of artists who are, you know, have worked on such amazing franchises? Like we said, we, we've rattled off everything from Marvel to DC and then we're bringing in IDW and Dark Horse. How does it feel that maybe one day a young artist is going to be looking at your work for inspiration? I, I couldn't even fathom it, to be honest. Um, it's surreal. It it really is. It is a, a lot of the days you're sort of stuck in the... I don't want to say the grind, but you get so focused on the work and getting, mm-hmm. you know, meeting the deadlines and stuff. And then you turn around and, a, you know, comps will arrive at your door. Or I was lucky enough, the guys at uh, Comic Book Guys in Belfast had me for a signing for the, the Iron Man Hellcat annual. And um, you kind of, when, when you work on your own in like a little studio and um, you don't have that much contact with the outside world, to do something like that and, and realize, oh yeah, these things that you're working on do have have an impact. Um oh, yeah. it's hard it's hard to grasp. As I say, I, I enjoy doing like the Star Wars stuff because I like Star Wars. And mm-hmm. as a kid, that's one of the things that I love to draw. And then you sort of do forget that other people really enjoy them. You know, I got like um I had an online store for a while and I was shipping some like copies of um some of my Star Wars books to like Sweden and places, you know, where mm-hmm. people have actually sought you out for your work. Um, I really, I'm, I'm humbled and I'm honored and uh, I can't really 
grasp why anybody would put me in the category of artists that I revered and do revere and coming up and also guys that are doing work now uh it's yeah people have to tell you that that's that that's how it is because I'd never believe it myself I wouldn't I would never deign to um put myself in any of those categories well it's true I mean your work has been seen by however many hundreds of thousands of people at this stage and that will obviously continue to grow over time how how then would you describe your own artistic style? Is there a is there a particular thing that goes into a, a Rory Coleman piece? Um, the clarity now is is the thing that I'm really pushing for. Um, be it like a like a commission or a, a pinup or even a, a comic book page, because I I messed around for so long trying to figure out what how i wanted things to look and i tried different styles and tri- different approaches of rendering and stuff and um the, for, the the main thing that i want and it goes down to like storytelling for sequential pages and just to be able to look at any image and realize you know and be able to pick apart see the characters and see the background so clarity is the main thing and as i said the thing that i pick up from other artists is nice open line art um trying to use um you know, your blacks, your inks to like separate spaces to differentiate things. Um, that would be my main at the minute. I kind of like try to be very deliberate when I'm planning out anything to mm-hmm. make sure that that's the first thing that I do. But also just uh, I want it. I want it to look like visually interesting. If if it's like a superhero book, I want to put in poses and things that like a kid wants to like see the book and then sit down and copy those pictures like i used to do for people so um i wouldn't put sort of style over substance at all but i do like a bit of style thrown in there too if i can get away with it oh yeah and in in that respect then what are the what are the sort of materials or the the medium that are drawn do you prefer sort of pen and pencil or do you like to do some digital stuff as well what's sort of the the setup that you that you have Things have been evolving over the past probably five years. Um, just in terms of deadlines get a week get shorter, you know, books mm-hmm. you have to turn around books quicker. And um I found probably about five years ago I got like a an iPad Pro and Clip Studio and uh, I never had the confidence to like do full comic book pages, but I could save time by doing my like layouts, my pencils digitally. And then printing those out in blue lines and inking those with uh, with my different pens. I tried brush inks, but it was just uh, it was too slow, and just too slow. I I like kind of a good bit of meticulous detail. I liked a lot of. Um, I was inspired a lot by manga, even though I didn't get to read a lot as a kid. Um, that kind of like crazy level of detail. So I've always found pens give you more sort of control to do that and. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it takes so long to do that detail, waiting for like ink to dry and stuff, it just uh, it wasn't working for me. So um, that's where I was for for a while, and then I started to have kids. So I have two kids now. My daughter's three, and my son just turned one. But when my daughter came along, I had to like I couldn't no longer spend twelve to fourteen hours a day working, um, yeah, and just be like a guy who walked through, you know, the house at different times, um. And so I had to like get that down as close to eight hours as I could. And um, so that's when the iPad came in um, to like hash, blast out my, my layouts and then ink them 
physically. But then when my son came along, it did get to the point of um, I need to I need to speed up even more. And so that's when I got the last year, I got the Wacom tablet and uh, started working fully digitally on uh, the Thor Storm uh, comic that we done for Marvel, the free online comic. That's the first thing that I done completely digitally. And um, since then, I did um, Iron Man Hellcat was all digital. Uh, my Superman pages were all digital. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've worked on a creator owned book um, in the background. We're, we're pitching that around quietly at the minute. Uh, that was all digital. But since since then, some of my Spider UK pages have been done uh, physically again. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of trying to work back to doing the digital layouts and then going with the um, the pens again, because there's just nothing beats having an actual finished page in front of you by the end of it. Absolutely. And one big thing we should we should mention before we sort of get into the 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 Comic Con side things before we jump is that Dark Horse are actually re-releasing the um the Star Wars Rebels magazines. What was mm-hmm. what was that like to to work on, and what can people expect from it if they haven't uh, if they haven't seen it before? Uh, there those books were they were kind of daunting to get into at first because it was a big thing to be asked to test for it and get approved for it. Um, so I think I hit my stride with the second or third one that I'd done, but they're lovely little standalone adventures, you know, taking maybe a character or two from the roster and um, sending them on their own little adventure. They expand the the universe a little bit of Rebels. Um, and generally they're just, they're nice, short, uh, fun adventures. Uh, a, a nice all ages thing, which it's always been a great thing about Star Wars that it, you can kind of like anybody can can pick it up and and read it. And at five hundred pages, there's going to be something for everybody in there. Yeah, that's I I never actually realized how many they've done, how many like art teams we had rotating on that book, but uh, that's that's quite a lot. I think there's like maybe 40, 40 little uh, adventures in there, so there's plenty to plenty to get through. And speaking of plenty to get through, uh, Dublin Comic Con approaching now, and as you said, you're making your debut. Uh, what's your setup going to be? What are you going to have uh, with you? What can people expect to see at the Rory Coleman setup? Uh, I'll have I'll have a lot of uh, copies of um, Star Wars work, um, some comics. I'll be mostly sketching and and doing commissions and stuff at the con. I'm trying to work on getting a print put together um, as well, but mostly, yeah, I'll be there for. For sketching um and and just meeting people and chatting so if anybody wants to come along and ask any questions or if they have anything they want signed um i'm just and they're free of charge i just want to meet people again and uh get to chat about comics and star wars and whatever else oh well we'll surely be um we'll surely be directing people to your to your booth we have the the star wars panel on the Saturday from uh, 11 to 12 and Saturday is sold out so I think you're going to be in oh. for an interesting month for your first Dublin Comic Con with the, the Saturday Sweet. being sold out with so many guests I'll be easy to find my con banner is the uh, the IDW Star Wars cover um, you know the with Luke and the lightsaber mm-hmm. so keep an eye out for that and uh, that's where I'll be under that banner keep an eye out for it we'll be coming over to get a photo of it to put up on the social media that no. you were there <laughs> Is there um is there Fantastic. anything that you can tell us what kind of uh which particular Star Wars prints that you'll have just so if people are listening to the pre DCC episode they can make a plan? I won't have any 
any Star Wars prints. Um, I will have my, my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one there, hopefully. Um, I don't, I know with Star Wars, I, I'm not confident enough to be, uh, to be rocking out one of those without, I'm, I'm always worried about getting in trouble with some of the, uh, <laughs> some of the properties, but I probably should have went with the Star Wars one. Um, I'll be honest, I really, really want to get back to like doing Star Wars again. So I might make that my resolution for, next year to campaign to maybe try to get on a star wars book at marvel it's been a while oh yeah and we've no doubt be looking forward to it but yeah comic-con is going to be a great experience and again it is so nice to see that there are you know new artists coming on the scene each time that they are getting to make their um to make their debut and hopefully we can have you back on the show at a later stage to to have a much more detailed longer and in in in-depth chat so um just Mm -hmm. before you uh go can you give us your social media and where people can keep up with all your latest adventures and maybe if you can can you give us a little bit of an insight into what's on the the horizon for you okay i think the i'm under rory coleman on twitter and instagram but because that's such an awkward name to spell. You can always go to coldmancomicart.com and use the contact page there. There's there's links to my, my social media on that. And there's also a contact um, form if you want to get in touch um, for anything. And on the horizon, I have um, my comicsology series uh, is being collected by Dark Horse. It's coming out on August 17th, the same day as Enter the Sp- or Edge of Spider-Verse Issue two is coming out. That has my Spider UK story. And also, as we were talking about on the 10th of August, um, there's the, the Rebels dark coming out from Dark Horse as well, the Rebels trade. And I am currently on a project at the minute that I don't think we've announced yet that's coming out. Um, but I'll be on this now for the, maybe the next six months or so. It's, it's a bit of a run of uh, five issues that I, I hope... I'll hopefully, hopefully be able to get to talk about more at Dublin Comic Con, and yep. uh, I'm excited. I'm hopefully I can uh, rope more people into into following me and picking up more of these books whenever they're coming out. But I'm very excited about it, um, and hopefully you can get talking about it soon if you follow me on those social media sites. Well, it's, I mean, there's so much more that we that we didn't even get a chance to talk about. I mean, you also I worked on the Fallen Order comics. And I mean, yeah. from the gaming side of things, Fallen Jedi Order opened up a whole new world of of storytelling and from from that era. And obviously, getting Fallen Order two now is is broadening the horizons even more. Oh well, that's the first I've heard of that. I might uh, hit up the editors and be any more comics for for Fallen Order. I would mind going back to it because um, it was it was just a surreal like fill in gig, but it did scratch the itch for a little while on Star Wars. And I've always enjoyed the games. The mo- more than more than even the movies or anything it's so mm-hmm. fun to get in there and explore a world and uh, i haven't even played the first fallen order yet uh, having the kids is kind of like eating up my gaming time yeah so hopefully i'll be able to pick that up and get a go through before the second one comes out but yeah it looks so good i love the uh the force unleashed games so this looked like kind of in that that vein it's incredible and you know Cal Kessis has become sort of a, a fan favorite despite only being on the scene mm-hmm. in in one game and hopefully maybe we'll see Cameron Monaghan in live action at some point but Fallen Order 2 I think everyone is incredibly excited for and as you said hopefully there'll be more work for you down the, the horizon when it comes uh-huh. to Fallen Order 2 but um, Roy thank you so much for taking the time to, to come and chat with us on this pre-DCC episode we will be releasing this before DCC uh 
kicks off and then we will have our panel uh, Blab Alive on the Saturday from 11 to 12 in the Geek Ireland panel room and then throughout the, the rest of the week we just want to say to you have, a, have an amazing time I've no doubt people are going to be absolutely blown away by your work and some of the stuff that you've done and I can't wait to see what the what the future holds for you in terms of the, the projects that are up and coming it, it's now going to be a very exciting time Oh, thanks very much, Gary. Again, it was an honor, and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person then on the weekend. We'll be there absolutely 100%. And again, uh, Kate passes on our apologies that she uh, that she couldn't be here. She was going through a bit of a, a house move in the last couple of weeks, so oh. it's been a, a little bit crazy. But hopefully if we have you on for a, a much longer in-depth chat, she will uh, she will come in. We didn't even get to talk about COVID as an artist in COVID, but I can uh -huh. imagine that was... Uh, that was that is something that would be uh, better suited to a longer episode. I can imagine. Yeah, uh, Rory. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and we'll hopefully see you on uh, see you on Saturday. Yeah, can't wait. Thank you, Gary. All right, so that was amazing. I've, I've, I I enjoyed that interview so much, Kate, because it it, it was actually fantastic. Because it was actually my first time. Uh, getting to to meet and speak to uh Rory, even though you know we know many people in common in the industry, it was my first time chatting to him. And what struck me was just the the way he speaks about what he's done and what he's accomplished. And when I was actually interviewing him, and I, as we mentioned in in the interview, he was surrounded by some of the work that he had done. So they were there as mementos and reminders of of what he had accomplished and. You know, that's so cool. At one point, he just dropped the line and he do where it's like, you know, the, these are characters that I worked on, and I'm just sitting there going, it's said so nonchalantly, but you get to work on characters, let's say in the MCU, and your work is seen by hundreds of thousands of people. And as I mentioned to him in the interview, it it's quite true that his work will be inspiring younger generations as other artists work inspired him for sure yeah circle of life <laughs> it is indeed but also now knowing that not <laughs> just saturday is sold out but also the sunday i think he's gonna have quite a, a busy busy time on his hands but also we're gonna have to make an effort to get over and see his banner because as he mentioned it is the, the yes. weapon of a jedi cover so we'll be sure to go over and get a, a snap of that to put on our uh, our, our yes. social media as well without a doubt but just in a, a, an incredibly nice guy very very hard working and it is such a small world that you meet somebody for the first time and yet we've interviewed or you know met with so many mutuals it, it it's crazy mm -hmm. small world it is but also i think the segment <laughs> was quite true and as we're seeing with the guest list at dublin comic-con the talents in mm -hmm. on the irish scene in the comic world right now is immense we have so many yeah. talented artists editors you know everything under that yeah. umbrella in in the world of comics at the moment it's it's just mind-blowing that it's such a talented field and long may that continue yes definitely all right so i i don't think we have too much more to add to this episode no do we? we don't i just unfortunately i wish you were there for the the panel for you know what we i know i need to try to get there one of these times hopefully for dcc hopefully you can uh, well we we know what uh we know what we're like when we get together we've done 
numerous <laughs> live panels and it's always been a great experience but yeah just sad that you're not going to be there but when people see our announcements of which you are involved with as well it's um yeah i think it's it's gonna work out really well and it's gonna be some exciting content moving forward but particularly for for ourselves as a, a little podcast in ireland yeah let's see what the spring panel brings us to oh next year's one already yeah yeah Yeah. hopefully it'll think uh... ahead oh yeah why not (laughs) we we need to at this stage thinking yeah yeah if people want more information even if they're thinking of going next year just follow uh dublincomiccon.com or you can find dublin comic con on all your usual uh social media platforms beautiful and of course you can follow us at blob of the hut as well so if you're into a following mood just click follow for both of them and me and gary while you're at it (laughs) oh yeah follow along on our crazy escapades but i think we some stuff that we thought we were going to keep exclusively for the panel we think we'll maybe reveal it publicly after the panel just to uh just to show what we've sort of been working on and again as we always mention we still have a back catalogue of episodes that we haven't gotten out due to yeah. you know life getting in the way the lost episodes for which we are officially titling them yeah who knows what we can find in the archives oh yeah good stuff oh and then also dragon con next month or no almost next month september i'm always so jealous when i see the photos from dragon con it's just one of my bucket list cons i swear it's gonna to be God. insane yeah I just yeah. I just always love seeing what the great Jawa Horde do. <laughs> Good stuff. Stay tuned for more exciting content from Team Blabber.